0: I remember when the phone rang when I was in eighth grade. I remember my mom answering that phone and being confused over the conversation about how my granddad's surgery went well, but then all of a sudden, after she had left the hospital, his body began to shut down. I remember my mom crying when she told my dad and, uh, and my sister and I that her dad my granddad, had passed. The granddad that made us laugh to the point where we had tears in our eyes, the granddad who was a well-respected businessman in his community, the granddad who worked the elevator at his church and would always take us on rides and always would be loving on people and always would be pointing them to Jesus, was now gone. You know, in my young life, that was the very first taste of grief that I ever had. And what I remember the most is just the hurt. The hurt and the pain. Confused by what death was and realizing how final that death is on this earth. Grief has this heaviness that comes with it. And it is very hard to just say, go away. I remember our home feeling heavy for days and for weeks and for months after that phone call. Well, today we begin a three-week series talking about family. And family is something that we go through life with. And we actually see all throughout Scripture that God uses family to do so many different things. But because we see family being such an instrumental role in how God works and moves, we also begin to see that death and grief are a large part of family. And often, this grief piece isn't talked about or discussed. And so as we begin this discussion, as we begin looking at what God has designed families for, we begin by talking about how we as individuals, how we as a church and as we as a family units go through grieving the loss of someone in our family. Grief is hard, and grief is something that we don't often talk about, but it is something that all of us will experience. So let's start off, what is grief? Grief is a deep distress, an unfortunate outcome, and a cause for suffering. Now these phrases sound like a group of people at Webster just came up with them after lunch one day and they just need to put something down because to me grief is so much more than these words. Grief is full of pain and makes us feel that painfulness of life. Grief also also just brings this great confusion, and the grief is heavy. And when I say heavy, I mean it sits on you. You are weighed down mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Grief can keep you awake when you want to sleep, and grief grief can keep you grief can make you want to be asleep when you need to be awake. Now, the great C. S. Lewis journaled a lot after the loss of his wife, Joy. And she, when she passed away, he didn't know what to do. And so he began to journal. And that, is, that journal was turned into a short book called A Grief Observed. And in this book, he talks about the pain of grief. And he becomes vulnerable in sharing. C.S. Lewis states this in this book. He says, No one ever told me that grief felt like fear. Hmm. Grief has the feelings of fear because so much of grief is the unknown. The uncertainty, what is next for you? The uncertainty of how to do life after losing someone that you love and have done life with. There are things in this world that some people will not experience. Some people will never experience maybe a taste of success. Maybe some people will never experience uh a wonderful deep dish pizza, oh, so good. But something that all of humanity will experience is grief. One thing that all of humanity will have in common is that we will all experience grief. John 16:33 says this, I have told you these things, this is Jesus talking, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. There will be troubles in our lives. Suffering and trials as part of the life that we live in. Now, how many of you have experienced trials and sorrow in your life? That's right. If you're sitting there by yourself at home, we're all putting our hands up everywhere all over we all have gone through trials we've all faced things in our lives that we wish we didn't have to grief is something that comes out of our lives that make becomes something that a trial that we go through now maybe some of you have not experienced a death in your life that is that's caused great grief but you've probably had other moments maybe maybe grieving dreams that didn't happen a dream for a certain job, a dream for a relationship, a dream that, to start a family. And, and this hasn't taken place the way that you thought it should go. And so grief, we find out, is often an emotional roller coaster that we go on. It has highs and it has lows as we travel on. Grief doesn't always go where we think it should go. C.S. Lewis says in, in the book as well, he says, Grief is like a long valley, a winding valley where any bend may reveal a total new landscape. We never know where grief will lead us. Lewis says that grief is not circular. You just don't come back around to the same thing over and over again, but you just keep going. It may feel like the same thing, but it's a different part of the path. Grief is always moving forward and is always this new landscape as we go through life. The sufferings and trials are real that we face. And so God wants us to know that in the midst of grief, He is there with us. That God is not just expecting us to go through grief on our own, but that He is grieving with us. And I love this amazing passage in Revelation 21.4 where it says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be more, no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. I can't wait for this, right? I can't wait for when Jesus comes and He wipes away all of our tears and we realize we don't have to grieve anymore because that He is with us. You know, this begins to set us apart in how we grieve. If we are followers of Jesus, we don't grieve with emptiness but rather we grieve with hope. I grieve the loss of loved ones because I miss them. That's why I grieve. I I miss my granddad. I miss them. But the reality is that we can grieve with hope because I know that my granddad is in heaven with Jesus. Without Jesus, we are lost. Now, two Julys ago... Um, My youngest aunt, I guess that's how I would say that, my mom's youngest sister, she passed away. She had a rare form of cancer, and she fought hard until her body was just so exhausted by the cancer. And this was in the midst of the peak of COVID season, and she lived outside of D.C., and so we didn't get to go through the normal grieving process as a family. We didn't change our plans and and travel out of town and, and go and cry with my uncle and cousins and then do a funeral and then share a meal afterwards we didn't get to do any of that but this was my aunt that when COVID started she would watch wake up with Alex and comment on Facebook she would follow along with all the branches online church services She took part in the Women's Enneagram Zoom gathering, and she was at our Monday-Thursday service where we took communion, preparing our hearts for Easter in the midst of a pandemic. She was present even though she was in D.C. My heart wasn't prepared then just for a few months later to hear that she was gone. You know, grief is hard because it doesn't have a timeline. Grief is hard because one day we are talking to someone, and the next, that person is gone. Grief is hard, but when we love Jesus the way that my aunt did, we grieve with hope because we miss her. I had a moment this past fall when our youngest daughter, uh, Elsie, was selling Scout popcorn. Now, when our oldest was in scouts, my aunt would always be one of the first people to buy popcorn all the way uh, across state lines. She would buy online, and she would buy lots and lots of popcorn. It made Elliot seem like he was one of the best business-minded scouts out there. And I just remember as, as Elsie started selling popcorn, tearing up a little bit and thinking about how I'm still on this grief journey. It doesn't go away. Grief is like that, isn't it? It can pop up at any moment. Matthew 5 4 reminds us, it says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Sometimes we can fear to mourn, but yet if we don't mourn, God can't come in and comfort our sore our our sorrows. The tears that we shed are are reminders that we hurt. Reminders that we to life with someone that we truly do love. As we live in this life, we will be people who mourn. And yet we will also be people who will be comforted by God. You see, God is with us. John 14, 18 says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. You know, grief is a burden and we can't get out of this burden by ourselves. The only way to get through grief is to turn to Jesus and have him navigate this new landscape that we are on so that we can experience each day. Uh, Pastor Rick Warren, who is a pastor in Southern California, lost his son uh, several years ago and he has shared in his grief and, and he has also shared how he grieves with hope. He has six stages of grief and I'd like to share those with you These are his six stages. He said one is shock. When he found out his son had passed, he just felt shocked. What happened? Sometimes that shock can happen for one day. You're like, oh, what has happened? Other times it can last months. What just happened? The second stage of grief is sorrow. You have to go through sorrow. You have to deal with the grief that's in front of you, that's inside of you. And if you don't, at some point, that grief is going to come at you sideways and it's going to knock you down. You have to go through the sorrow. The third stage is the struggle. And this is where the why questions come into play. I don't understand why this happened. Why did this go down? Why weren't you there? Why, why, why? The struggle is real in grief. Why this kind of cancer? Why, why, why? Four, surrender. Never, you are never going to know the answers. It's just the truth. I know that for me, I have a folder that I just, when I get to heaven, I'm going to have to ask God, why did this happen? But we're never going to know those answers, and we have to learn to trust. You know, we can look for explanations of how something happened or why this took place. Why did that accident go down? Why did this medical thing take ha- take place in our hearts? But the thing is, is the explanations, they never give us comfort. They never give us comfort. And so we need to surrender to God our grief. The fifth thing is this, and this is an interesting one for me that he puts on the six stages of grief, but he puts sanctification. Sanctification is this all about change, right? This is a very theological term. But sanctification is this, realizing that you have changed. The grief has changed you. And things in your life have changed. And know that you are changing as well. It's a big one. It's a hard one. And the sixth stage that he puts here is service. God wants the pain that you've experienced to be able to be used in a way that you can help others who are going through the same or similar pains. Don't be afraid to use your hurts, your weaknesses, and your failures. You know, as you go through grief, know everyone not everyone goes through these stages the same way was different. Just as you are different, how you deal with grief is different. And how you go through these six stages is is different. And and I just want to say a few things about what happens if a friend is going through grief. I just want to say a little bit here. If you if you have a loved one or a friend or a co-worker who all of a sudden is going through a big stage of, of, of hardship and grief, what should you do? What should you do for them? Well, the first thing is this, is that you need to you shouldn't just you shouldn't just give them their space. Often we say just give them your space. No, I think this is the time where you need to lean in to them. Let them know that you are present, that you will show up, and that you will say that you love them. This can be hard because it's not normal, and it's something that I'm still learning to do and how to do. But I want to be present for people who are going through grief. You don't have to have any answers. You don't have to have any answers. You can just say, I'm sorry, and I'm here for you. And then just begin to love, listen, and be there for them. Now, for a long time after my granddad passed away, I would always be so nervous if the phone rang at nighttime. Because my first thought was this. Who's passed away? Grief is something that is heavy and it sits on us. And as we go through the valley of grief, I believe that God wants us to know that we are not alone, and that God is for us and he is with us in all things. I want you to hear that in this day. As you have learned to to do life that is differently, if you've gone through grief, I want you to hear that as you grieve, God is with you. Now, this past Monday, November 1st, was a day called Remembering All of the Saints All the Saints Day. That's what it's called. Actually, it's on the Christian calendar year. Catholic and Protestants, we both get down to this. But it's to remember those who have gone before us. To remember those that have helped us in life. To remember those who have been there for us and have pointed us to Jesus. We grieve the loss of loved ones in our past, and especially we focus on those who we've lost recently friends and family. And this is the thing there have been so many that have passed in our lives, and it's time for us to remember them grandparents, parents, family, and friends. This is all taking place here in the life of this branch of of this church. So today, as I wrap up, I just want to say this to you. If you have some point today, uh, go grab a candle and just light. Light it right there in your room. Just take a few moments just to remember. Remember the people in your life that have meant so much to you. Shed some tears and grieve. Be reminded of how they made an impact in your life. And how that they are with God. And that you can grieve with hope. And how for you to continue to live out that hope in this life. So that you can share God's love with others. Grief happens and so we continue to live in that because we know that God is with us and God loves us would you pray with me God we thank you for your faithfulness we thank you that even in moments of grief and loss you are present though our hearts may hurt though we may feel the heaviness you are there so God Right now, we remember those who have gone before us and we choose to live in a way that shares your love with others. In your name we pray, amen. Blessings upon you this week. Know that God loves you and go with Jesus in all things. Goodbye.